Welcome back to Much Ado About Ryan, the talk show where all the guests are named Ryan. I'm your host, Ryan Estes, and today I have a very special guest, as always. Uh, he is a member of our tour guide staff here at the University of Rhode Island, and uh, he's also a trainer for the tour guides and possibly could be training me come uh, this January. But um, it is my pleasure to welcome Ryan Sear to the studio. How are we doing, Ryan? Uh, excellent. Happy to be here. Yeah, awesome looking, definitely looking forward to some good conversation in the next hour. Same, yeah, same here. Um, so let's kick it off. Um, like I mentioned, you are on the tour guide team here. Uh, maybe you could tell us a bit what that's like, I guess, uh, here on campus. Yeah, so if I'm being completely straight up and honest, um, I applied originally as a first year because my father told me that if I decided to go to college, I was going to get an on-campus job. Um, and that looked like the one that I could have the most fun doing while making money. Um, got hired, fortunately, that freshman year and started training. I uh, was in the exact position that uh, Ryan's about to be in in the spring and immediately became probably the most fun thing that I do on campus. Got to meet um, all my best friends from there. Um, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, yeah, I got to meet all my friends. I got to meet a bunch of great people doing while giving tours. Had a, great, a lot of great opportunities to grow um in a bunch of different ways and uh it's crazy to think that i got one spring left yeah it's nuts it, it really sneaks up on you doesn't it i mean <sighs> yeah it's like i i obviously you know i have three years left here it's my mm -hmm. first semester but i mean looking back on like high school like you know like four year span it's it flies by yeah i mean it's crazy yeah same thing goes for college i mean you like again it feels like again i applied as a freshman so it feels like yesterday i was meeting you know keeks pip serbone all in uh training and then it's crazy that they graduated last year, and I'm right behind them this year. So Yeah, crazy stuff. So with tour guiding, you know, you, you go on a lot of tours. You, you do the tours. Of course, right? yeah. And you probably talk to a lot of people, um, whether it's in the Welcome Center or while you're on the tour. Do you have any, like, like crazy interactions or crazy, like, tour guide stories? Um, Crazy tour guide stories. Well, this one's not too crazy. It just happened to me the other day, and I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I was given a tour, and when – all of us, when the tour guides pass each other on the on the route, because we're all doing the same route, even though we've already seen each other that day, we always just say, like, hello or whatever. Um, and I saw another tour guide giving a tour, so I was like, hey, how's your tour going? And one of her visitors responded, in, like, for her and said, a lot better than your tour probably is. And it was kind of random, but I think they did that because they were supposed to be on my tour, but they went to the bathroom before they went out, while I was going out. So I, technically, I guess I left them behind. Um, not really my fault. To be honest with you, I waited for a while and they never showed up. So it's right. kind of kind of a weird interaction. Yeah, that, uh, that, that seems that a little passive aggressive. Yeah, and then other than that, it was very passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, for some reason, I get a lot of dads that ask me that like think we're closer than we are, um, <laughs> and they'll come up to me and be like, "Hey, so like, where all like, where all the real parties at?" And like all this like all these <laughs> questions that like I'm not gonna tell them on tour, but like they think that all of a sudden like we have this great relationship and I right. can you know, disclose all this information. And, like, they're the ones them. that are going to be going to school in the fall. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. Um, <laughs> so just like that, one of the weirdest things I've heard happen on tour, um, someone asked if the engineering building was made out of bird-proof glass. They were really concerned that um, birds were not going to be flying through the windows. Um, never heard that one before, so that was very interesting. Well, I think the jury's still out on that one. I'm not sure if, if it's, yeah, I don't if think it's we, certified that it's bird-proof. I, I don't think there's been a conclusion drawn about that one. No, I, I mean, it, all it takes is a big enough bird and – I mean, yeah, it's true. I didn't even think about the bird side. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can't you never know what you find in Rhode Island. I mean, yeah, you really don't know. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though. I mean, I was throughout the whole application process, I was really excited because being from like here, from this town, mm -hmm. you know, I've I've known of the tour guides for a long time, and um, especially just going on a tour like to to view like the school like from the from the perspective students' uh, viewpoint, 
I was like, wow, that's a pretty cool sort of job, I guess. Like, that'd be cool if I went yeah. here to sort of get involved in. So um, I didn't realize that the tour guide application process would be so competitive. So, like, I was definitely nervous going through it. But, um, no, I'm glad it worked out, and I am can't wait to start this in the spring. Yeah, and, de- again, congratulations on uh, on getting the job. I yeah, know thank you. Some years are more competitive than others. This year happened to be a very competitive year. Um, I don't know if I can disclose the number of people we took versus how many hired were hi- or applied, but – um, just know that you were one of a few of, you're one of few of people that got selected out of many people that we interviewed. So congratulations. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was in any of your interviews, but I don't think so. You I, obviously did something, did something good to yeah, be there. I so know. congratulations. Yeah. I actually, I, I do want to tell one of the stories, um, from my application process. That I think it's just kind of funny. So, um, during each of the interviews, they, they ask you like certain questions to like figure out your personality. And this is especially true in the first round because that's sort of how they figure out like if you're sort of the tour guide material. Right. And I was in one of my interviews, and I think it was me and three other people who were all applying to be tour guides. And one of the questions that they gave us, it was like a, like a hypothetical, I guess. And it was um, to pitch an aspect of URI to a prospective student in their family. Mm-hmm. So I was the first one to go, and I had no idea what they were going to give me. It was completely random. And they were like, all right, so this is what you're going to pitch us. So you're going to pitch us your, like, your favorite dining services, like, food items oh yeah your favorite meal yeah sell us on your favorite meal yeah that's yep. it yeah and i was like oh this is like i i don't know where this even came from but this had to have been the ideal scenario for me to like succeed in this like question mm-hmm. i could have gotten one of the other prompts that they gave later and i would have like flopped right but they gave this one and i don't know why i defaulted to it so fast but i said cuban chicken okay. and it i gave like a 15 minute monologue on cuban chicken <laughs> And it just came from no – I have no idea where it came from. And it was so funny. And I think it was like I painted this picture. I was like, <laughs> let's, let's say you're you're nine years old. You visit Havana, Cuba for the summer. Mm-hmm. And you're on the street. And you're trying one of these street food vendors. And you eat this food. And you cannot believe how good it is. And you ask the vendor, what is this? And he says, why? It's Cuban chicken. And you're like, I have to have more of this. What's the recipe? He goes, I can't tell you. It's a secret. That's exactly what we're looking for. You yeah. Know? Again, I was in – this is my second year doing interviews, um, and that first round, we're, you know, we're deciphering at least half the people applying, um, and it's it's pretty clear, like, yes or no. And it's, like, the people that can take a small bit of information or a small question, like, tell us about food and go and give us an answer like, like what you did <laughs> versus someone just being like, oh, I like the – the Butterfield chicken nuggets and calling it a day. Mm. That's the difference in who moved on to the next round. So obviously answering, giving us a story. <laughs> like, that's what, you know, that's what the job is essentially. Right. We get, we get paid to walk around campus um, and give visitors, show visitors, tell visitors, our, tell visitors our story. Right. Um, with everything. Yeah. Every, I mean, you'll learn all this in the next five months, but um, that's what the whole job, the whole job is, is selling every aspect of the university yeah no that's um i mean yeah like the like closing the book on the cuban chicken story like i'm not even sure where that came from but like yeah. i guess it's definitely a good skill to have especially like and it's, and like coming from a side i guess of like public speaking as well like you have to be able to present yourself good to like you know prospective families mm-hmm. and students and be able to describe things i guess in that way that would be like oh like that would make students feel oh i want to come to this school right and so i i guess yeah, it's good. Yeah, and back when I was uh, back when I interviewed, I remember I went into it thinking like, okay, you gotta. There's a lot, probably a lot of people applying for this. Like they said, it's competitive. 
set yourself apart no matter what. Like make yeah. sure that way if when they when your name gets brought up, someone remembers you. Right. Um, and they don't have to think about it. So yeah. I remember I thought like, okay, whatever. So one of the questions was, we're gonna give you each a word, and you have uh, sixty seconds to tell us anything about this word. Oh, I'll, um, I'll tell this one after. Yeah, yeah I got so, that too. Um, I remember I sat there and they started at the other end of the table. So I was like, all right, whatever they say, just go in. Like, no matter what the word is, just pretend like you've been waiting for them to tell you this word forever. Luckily, my word was coffee. And if anyone knows me, they know that I have, I drink multiple cups of coffee a day. So I, so I just like exploded. I basically like jumped out of my seat. And I was just giving off answers about me drinking coffee every day, where I get my coffee on campus, what I like in my coffee, where I don't like my coffee, a hot take that. Dunkin' is actually the worst coffee ever, and that McDonald's and Starbucks are so much better, and Cumberland Farms, for that matter, than Dunkin'. And I just went in, and I was like, all right, I think that was 60 seconds, and I sat back down. But I remember they were just like, what the heck? Like, holy crap. Like, I literally was screaming at them, and I was like, (laughs) and I left there being like, well, they're either going to, when they get to my name, I might not get the job, but at least they're going to remember exactly who they're giving or not giving the job to. And that's all I set out to do. Luckily, I got the job, and here I am. Wow. Well, I mean, much to do about Ryan is certainly no stranger to providing hot takes for the listeners oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, it's, we've had some crazy ones in the past. Um, second, wow, I, I mean, I'm surprised that uh, that you're not a fan of Duncan. I not mean, in like the slightest that's, bit. Wow. Yeah, no, I actually, I was between this list of ten, uh-huh. or I was going to make a ten li- a list of my ten hottest takes, because that was actually a topic idea from. Uh, my girlfriend, because I was like, what am I going to do for this? I was going to do some other ones. They are kind of boring. Mm. Um, and then she knows that I have a lot of hot takes and a lot <laughs> of stance on things. Um, and I also hate change. Right. So things that – which plays into hot takes. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I do have a lot of hot takes. And one of those takes would have been that Dunkin' is <laughs> actually the worst. That McDonald's is better than Dunkin' oh, when it comes to coffee. It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Price differential. The McCafe. The McCafe. I mean, a dollar ninety nine for a large coffee. I mean, you can't good, beat it, and it's, it's good every time. Yeah, it's Duncan, quality. You never know what you're getting. It's consistent. Yeah, man. So you didn't go to Dunkin' World then last week? So I actually did because oh. I wanted. I heard they were getting free mugs. Yep. Um. So now that I already have the mug, I'll disclose this information. I while while I was in line for the mug, I downloaded the app, showed the app to the woman, got the free mug, and before I left Dunkin' World, the app was already deleted off my phone. That's dedication. And here I am with this lovely off-white mug. And I'm going to try to get this Duncan mug Like sand it off almost. I'm something, yeah. I'm yeah. going to figure out something because I don't like it. I'd rather just have – I like things that are very simple, as you can see. I'm wearing right. – Minimalist. Like, yeah, minimalist. I don't like yeah. any, I don't like logos, designs, anything. So no, I, I get that. Yeah. If I can make the front look like this, the back, that's bad radio. But if I can make the hmm. front look like the back, then we'll be in business. Right, yeah. And it costs me free 99 so. Yeah. Like I'm probably like um, – I'm probably sponsored by Gap. I mean, for right. the, like, pocket tees. You know, oh, yeah, I've probably got a thing going with Wrangler jeans right now with khakis. Mm-hmm. I mean, there isn't an event that I go to where I don't feel that khakis is an appropriate attire. Right, of course. I mean, uh, from the classroom to the Ryan Center for URIPC, uh, I think khakis fit in everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Wrangler jeans. Yeah, I mean, I'll throw a shameless plug out there. Um, I, if they could sponsor me, I would actually love that. Um, it'd make my entire life. Everyone that knows me, you can ask anyone. You'll hear it in uh, – in the Welcome Center in the next five months. Um, all I wear is bird dog pants. Um, I wear, I'm wearing them right now. I have six pairs of shorts. I have a pair of joggers, four pairs of pants. Um, I live and die by them. You'll, they're the most comfortable. They feel like sweatpants. They look like khakis. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Yeah, that's – there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a personality trait of mine. Um, again, everyone at the Welcome Center knows it. Everyone that I'm friends with knows it. 
Um, if you're looking to buy me a gift, head to birddogs.com. Um, Wait, so how do you spell that? B I R D D O G S. Oh, so bird bird dogs. Birddogs.com. No okay. spaces, no caps. Okay. Is there a promo code we should know of? I, I, if there was a promo <laughs> code, Ryan, I would actually. I love you the best day of my life, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I've been ride or die bird dogs for about five years now. Um, there's just no, there's no other way. Man, someone should send that to them then. I, mean, I know. I've, I've, well, I've looked into jobs, applications for internships, everything. Wow, that's some news. Wow. All right. Well, we're gonna jump into our first segment of the night here. Uh, it's time for the wheel of questions. All right, so how this is going to work is I have a wheel here, and um, sure. as one would assume, uh, there right. are questions on it. Right. So I'm going to spin this wheel, and it's going to give us a question that's going to spark some sort of a conversation. And, uh, well, I mean, the show's already started, but it's going to get the show started. Right. So um, the first question that we have tonight uh, provided by the Wheel of Questions, uh, what is your favorite sports team? Favorite sports team, hands down, uh, hands down no questions asked, uh, Boston Bruins, go Bees. Um, don't li- played other sports growing up. Got, as I got older, stopped really paying attention to them. Um, I think a lot of professional sports got soft. The only one that didn't is hockey. Um, mm. Again, I'll say it one more time. Go Bees. Absolute wagon this year. I believe the record's 21-4-1. It's crazy. Um, all four lines are strong. Defense yeah. is strong. Um, top, three, top three players, Pasta, Craig Smith, and uh, the homie Trent Frederick. Wow. No, I, I was going to say, like, that's it's an unusually good year for the Bruins. Yeah. I mean, not to discount their Stanley Cup run three years ago. Right. When they unfortunately lost in Game 7 to the Blues, which we will not mention from here on out. Right. But, I, I mean, that. they've they've got a strong chance, I feel like. Not to, you know. Right, like, of course, yeah. Not I to not that. to jinx anything, but, like, I mean, like, I I think except for the Leaves, who I think are creeping up on them in second, but let's be honest. like Yeah, and the Devils, I think, have a pretty close record, too. They might be 20, 25-1. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, they're as, I think they're as tough a team as any at the top of the league this year. Yeah, again, like I said, they're just an absolute wagon. Um, you know, best player, one of the best players in the league right now is David Pasternak. He's um, crazy. Just actually unreal with a stick in his hand. Um, and just, the team's just gritty. You know, they're all just getting after it. The fourth line is yeah. gross. Um, a lot of blue, like, last night, big blue collar goal on the fourth line um trent frederick putting in work on the boards winning a board battle getting with the coil or that might have been the third line um but yeah they're just putting pucks in the back of the net it's what we want to see especially new coach this year we got montgomery in um questionable fire with bruce cassidy last spring i was thinking that yeah um so it was nice to get a win against him we were playing his uh his golden knights last night good yeah, to get a win he does coach them now yeah wow. so that was, that was that they were one of our only losses this year at, or uh, at home in overtime Actually, in a shootout, um, and I think it was like a 10-shot shootout. Man. But, uh, yeah, so it was nice to get an away win, heading back home now after uh, two and three road trip. Um, and also, we were, we were down our best defenseman, uh, McAvoy, and, you know, uh, one of our best forwards, Marshan, at the beginning of the year, and we still somehow ended up pulling away and being uh, the team that we are. Or they are. I have no say in this. I can barely skate. But um, the team that they are, it's, happy, it's good to see. Yeah. Um, I mean – Favorite sports team of mine, it, it's hard. I mean, you know, I could go, like, the the, the college-friendly route and say, you know, any URI sports team. Right, of course. Which, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say in, in partial that is that is some – there is some truth to that because mm. I've followed these sports pretty closely. And 
even before I started coming here, I was always a fan because I live close by. Um, but, I mean, probably the one that I follow the most, I would say the Patriots. Right. Um, I think that goes for a lot of people. But um, I'll give an honorable mention to, I mean, this goes before, like, their recent successes. But I will say the Golden Knights because my grandparents used to live in Vegas for about 10 years. Okay. So I do have reason to follow them. And I did I – have, I have stake in this. I was following them before they made it to the Stanley Cup. So, right. Before um, they were a team. Yes, before they were a team. Right. Yeah. Once once I found out that they were Golden Knights and that there was an actual NHL team in Vegas, I'm like, follow button. Yeah, I will give it to them. The Chrome Buckets, what a look. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely gross on the ice in terms of jerseys and players, of course, too. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got they got some great, great sweaters out there. Um, also, grandparents grew up in – or lived in Vegas for 10 years. Yeah. That's 10 years of no sleep. God bless them. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's crazy. Um. Yeah, and also a shout out to my grandmother for being the 100th follower on our Instagram at much to do underscore URI. That's, That's massive. Yes, I know it's it's unbelievable, really. I mean, um, she has little to no social media presence, but somehow uh, she has taken the time to follow our account, and I thank her for that very much. Um, so, uh, if you want to continue to add to that number, uh, go on over to Instagram at much ado underscore URI and give it a follow. Uh, you can get the highlights from tonight's show as well as uh, the results of tonight's Ryan Rank segment, as well as some uh, very interesting tidbits and uh, sound bites from tonight's show. Excellent. Yeah. I so, also am a recent follow of Much Ado and Score URI, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's good stuff. Um, all right, so our next question we have here is, what piece of technology is really frustrating to use? All of them. I hate technology. <laughs> um, again, that was I'm gonna, fast. I'm going to make all my friends listen to this, and they're going to appreciate everything I say. I hate technology. I think it's the worst thing on the planet. I understand that it's important to make the world go round and round these days, and it does make our lives easier, but um, if I can have someone use all technology for me, I would. Um, I don't like computers. I don't like phones. I have a home. Bu- I still have a home button on my iPhone, um, and I refuse to get a new one. I actually, the only reason I updated my iPhone to the newest update is because it simply stopped working unless I did that. Right. Um, so I, I don't like technology. Um, the question was, which one is my favorite? What is most? What is the most frustrating to use? Oh, most. Oh, yeah. And that's why I said all of them. Yeah. Um. That applies. Probably, if I had to pick one for the sake of the question. Um. Probably my phone. I'm not good with it. Can never figure out how things work on it. Um. Especially when it decides to update on its own, or when apps update, and I can mm-hmm. never find things. Right. Yeah. I get that. What about you? Uh, I interpret this as an aspect of technology or something that is involved with it. <laughs> so this is – do not take this as an insult, but I'm going to say eCampus. Okay. Um, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you can't – you go on the website for – okay, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this short. You go on the website, first of all. It looks like it was made in the 90s, you know, just like the layout of it. You have all these, like, you know, like these nice, like, flashy websites that are all fancy and stuff, and eCampus looks like it was made on someone's, like, original Mac computer. Mm-hmm. And it's – you can never find what you're looking for the first time. It always takes like one complete like like search through of like a particular page before you find like the one like tiny like blue lit up link that you want to look for. Oh yeah. And then it brings you to 20 more things that you have to search through. Oh, I know. So you never get to what you're looking for like in one piece. It mm. always takes multiple steps. Right. Like and that's just like I-, I could be sitting on my laptop for like 20 minutes just to like look for my like unofficial transcript. Right. And then it's like I still have to do more stuff to like get to that point. I never know where anything is on eCampus. I'm constantly asking my roommates to be like, how yeah. do I find my course rec- like my course requirements or like yeah. what I've got done? I'm going to throw it back to uh, 
three years ago, shout out 2019, 2020, COVID year, um, before Brightspace, my freshman year was Sakai. Oh. Um, you're lucky you didn't have to live through that nightmare. Yeah. You want to talk about a I've website heard, that looks like a dinosaur? Um, it was black and white, plain, size 12, Times New Roman, nothing organized, um, <laughs> impossible to navigate. Uh, yeah, just the absolute worst. And then they decided to roll up Brightspace in the heart of COVID when we were not in class to understand how to use it. Um, so there I was sophomore year sitting in my room in Garrity Hall trying to navigate a platform to do my discussion post for marketing 265 and I couldn't even figure out how to use it. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like I started using Brightspace. I luckily in like senior year of high school, I took a concurrent enrollment class okay. uh, to get like college credit, and we used we had to use Brightspace as the platform, and it was, it it was a learning curve. Oh yeah, because sure. you know, like yeah. we're used to like Google Classroom or whatever for right. like the majority oh, of Google our Google Classroom. What a throwback. No, I know. Like it, it was it's so easy to use, honestly. Yeah. At least I thought so, but like compared to Brightspace, it was awesome. Yeah. And then Brightspace is like you got to do like the discussion posts, and it's like. It's just completely different. And I responded mean, to peers. Yeah, you got to respond to at least three people or yeah, whatever. I, since I'm graduating, but not, I don't really care anyway, but my responses are the exact same thing every single time. Oh, yeah. 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 High name or great response or high blank, enter name, comma, great response, exclamation mark. I love what you said about this, blank. Love to talk more about it, exclamation mark, yeah. dash, Brian. There you go. And we're graduating. Yeah. Look at that. Shout out college business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like they technically they don't say that each one has to be different. Right, no. They just say you have to have three responses. Exactly. They don't say make each one individualized. No. Right. That's that's on them for not, you know, putting that in the fine print. Right, yeah. We're, we're just – we're working smarter, not harder. Exactly. We're thinking big. Yeah. We're thinking big. We do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, simply in the brand. <laughs> All right. Uh, our last question for this segment of Wheel of Questions uh, is currently spinning. So I'm going to be talking until it finishes spinning. And now it is finished. Oh, we already did that one. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I lost my train of thought. This happens sometimes. That's okay. Yeah. I, I <laughs> warn all my tours beforehand that I will, I will get distracted on tour. Um, I will simply be giving a tour and a lawnmower will be next to me and I'll just stop and I'll wait for it to pass because I refuse to talk over it and I'll get distracted too easily. So I get where you're coming from. Yeah. All right. Our last question, which is actually sort of related to, um, the question we were just on. Will technology save the human race or destroy it? I think I already know your answer. Um, it'll probably destroy me, but I will. <laughs> I'm just gonna go through life the same way I've been doing it. Um, any questions with technology, I'm just refu- I'm gonna refuse to learn it. Um, and just right. ask someone to do it for me. In terms for. of um technology, right? I'm, I like to, I, I'm very independent. I like to do things on my own, obviously. But in terms of technology, I need assistance. Yeah. Um. So I I think technology overall is going to excel the world into a place that it needs to go in terms of, you know, changing a lot of things that got to be changed, fixing a lot of problems that need fixing. Um. But in terms of my own personal use, um, I'm excited to watch technology excel my life without me using it. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm also probably going to say that it's probably going to destroy our world before it you know saves it mm-hmm. i mean if it's between save and destroy i'd probably say destroy mm. but um my only comment on that is that i hope that technology one day gives us uh those sidewalks from the jetsons that are like the like the escalators oh, of course yeah um i mean besides that i really have no complaints with sort of where we're going right now right even though i know I, and to the escalate or the sidewalks that move even though i know my walking pace is double those 
Yeah. I will never knock it on them. Oh yeah. I wanted to say that. It's <laughs> it's it's so much fun. I mean, it's like it's like they took all the great things of an escalator and then made it just horizontal. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you really can't you really can't lose when you get on those. No, you cannot. All right. Well, that was a great wheel of questions segment. So now we're gonna move into our flagship seven. Uh, bleh, I can't speak today. Our flagship segment of Much to Do About Ryan. It is time for Ryan ranks. In my thoughts, I. All right, so if you've listened to this show before, you know how this goes, but I'll still explain it anyways. Uh, Ryan has brought with him a topic of his own choosing uh, that we will do a top 10 ranking on. Uh, he has already prepared his list ahead of time, yes, and I'm going to be doing my live on air to get my most honest, my most knee-jerk reaction to the topic that he has brought. So, Ryan, what will we be doing a ranking on today? All right, so I went on the gram Got some inspo. I was going to do top 10 things about the holidays. Um, felt like it was too generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, girlfriend told me it was too generic. Um, so thanks. Um, then I was going to do something random, like top 10 things that are yellow. Something stupid like that. Ooh. And then I was like, what is this podcast all about? Yeah. Ryan's. Right. So we're about to do top 10 best Ryan's. Oh, man. Wow. This, this, this could get really interesting really fast. I agree. Yes. All right. Um. So let's kick it off. I I need like a minute head start to like do my list. Sure. So we're gonna start with you on your top ten. So let's hear it. Are we going ten to one or one to ten? We're doing ten to one. All right. So coming in number ten. Um, you know, absolute bottom of the barrel pick for me. Uh, we're gonna hit it with Debbie Ryan. <laughs> um, you know, she got. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to even hear anything about Jesse right now. No. Um, but she got absolutely carried on the sweet life on deck. But. <laughs> She was a she was a critical character for the plot. Um, I think it's safe to say that she walked so that way the uh, uh, Sprouse twins could run. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, man, this is. I, I gotta come on. I gotta be honest. This is coming out of left field for me. So like, right. I, no, I, I, you I never wa- think that when you when you make a show about Ryan's, mm-hmm. you you don't think that one day that this would come back and be like, all right, we're doing best rhymes. Right. And it's like, it's totally unexpected. Well, I wanted, the to, best make it, way I wanted like to make it a little challenging. Right. Um, Man. All right. So, so yeah, Debbie Ryan coming in at number 10. Um, all right. So it's good to know that we're doing people wh- whose last names are also Ryan. Yes. Okay. Last names. Are, so that's good. So all, you know, my list is last name, Ryan's first name, Ryan's um, also fictional characters named Ryan. Oh, um, okay. could be, could be on there. Um, Man, I'll leave it at like, that. All right. Brands um, with Ryan in it, a logo, like a company. If, if you know a company named Ryan, I would consider that. Also. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, man. I have a question. Can we overlap? Yes. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Uh, gonna... Typically, in past episodes, if we overlap, I play uh, the sound effect from the Taco Bell commercials. Nice. So nice. Um, good, good sound I'll have that queued up just in case. But, um, yeah, we do allow overlaps here. Um, all right, I'm going to go out on a limb and say my number 10 is going to be Rex Ryan. Okay. Um, I think he's deserving of being on this list just because, I mean, he's an NFL coach, and that is a very hard job to achieve. Of course. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, he was coach of two teams that were really bad mm-hmm. at the time. 
because the Bills are actually very good now. Right. But he was also coached the Jets, who are also actually pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. But they were not good when he was coaching them. Right. So, no. um, long story short, NFL coach, respect, takes a lot of years and experience to get to that point. But when you get there, you got to make the most of it, and he did not. Right. So, in the end of the day, it's probably Tevin Lewis. Right. I, I think that's a, a super respectful pick. Yeah. Um, I also considered it. I'm not a big football guy, so I couldn't quite do it. Right. Um, but I, I did see, when I was researching some Ryans and racking my brain, uh, him and his brother did come up. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely a good number 10. Man. I think, I think putting uh, him right next to Debbie is a good call. I got to think about this. This is like crazy. Are we doing snake draft or back and forth? Uh, back and forth. Awesome. All right. So number nine. All right. Number nine. Uh, I'm going to come at you with Ryan Seacrest. Ooh. You know, I can go both ways with Seacrest. He, he puts his nose in everything. He's a part of everything. Um, it's no question that he peaked on Idol. <laughs> uh, American Idol definitely was his peak moment. Right. Um, with, you know, Simon, um, Randy, and uh, what was the what was the, the the woman's name? Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. Yes. Um, you know, definitely a peak moment for for Seacrest there. Uh, he does do a good job rocking the new year. I'll give him that. Of course. Um, and the, I think the question everyone's asking is: Is he take? Is he doing a good job? Uh, sitting in Regis's chair. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no as well. I I, I like Regis. I think I think Regis right. and Kathy Lee is 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 timeless. I mean, right. I don't know if you're a fan of of Seinfeld. Uh, uh, I I ponder uh, every now and then. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I, I make it a point at this well at, at this stage. It's not even on purpose. It just comes up in conversation in every episode I've done. So I'm gonna make it this time right now. Um, there is an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer, one of the characters, mm-hmm. uh, he writes a coffee table book about coffee tables. And he goes on a book tour, and the first stop is Regis and Kathy Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, drinking coffee, and uh, he does a spit take all over Regis and Kathy Lee. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his book tour stops because it's obviously a mess. Right. So um, Regis and Kathy Lee, yeah. Uh, he died way too young. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he was Seacrest was a good pick for the role. Um, good good chance given. But... He's got good name recognition. Yeah, I think I that's mean, I think that's a major a yeah. reason why. Like I think he's hosted probably every at least every singing game show I can think of in existence. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, I think he was like the voice for a while. I think he was, um, I want to say American idol, but I might be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say he just definitely like peaked there. Yeah. Like just, he's just kind of like that name you always like hear of. Yeah. Like the background like, Oh, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. So he's the type of person where you look at him and you, you know, he's famous and you know, he has a lot of money, but one day you ask yourself, why, why are you famous? Right. What did you do? You don't exactly. sing. You don't dance. You don't act. Like what? What has he done? I'm, I'm gonna ask my producers to look that up right now. If you look um, him up on Google, like what has he, he done? He comes up as a producer. So he's basically he spent some money to get things where they need to be. That's that's kind of stupid. And in return, he yeah. hosts them. Man, that's. But where he got where he got his money from in the, from the jump. I think that might be worth someone to look into. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, he got he got a bachelor's in journalism from the University of Georgia. Okay. And then go dogs. Yeah, and then he left the university at age. Oh, he didn't even graduate. He left the university at age nineteen and moved to Hollywood to pursue his broadcasting career. And then in '93, he hosted the first season of ESPN's Radical Outdoor Challenge. Okay, so it's that's something. It's like oh, this sounds like a wipeout show. Yeah, I, I think it seems like a spinoff. 
Wow. That's that's kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. you never hear about that, so it's probably not a very successful show. But Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why I put him at number nine. I yeah. mean, he's been everywhere. He's done everything. Right. Um, um, all right. So I'm going to go for, num- for my number nine. I'm going to say Ryan Lochte. Um, great pack. He's yeah. also on my list. Right. Um, I know we had, like, those issues, like, in the Rio Olympics where he, like, made up that story about getting mugged. Right. And there was literal camera evidence that said nothing happened. Right. So that's kind of sad. On the other hand, he was an Olympian. He was a pretty decent right. swimmer. So yeah, I think that's that's worth being I, on my list. Yeah, it's a super super good pick. Again, yeah, he's on my list. He's a little higher up, um, so we'll get to him eventually, obviously. Right. But yeah, I agree. All right, back to you for number eight. All right, number eight. Guarantee you're not gonna know him. Small. I'm not gonna say small because I got a pretty good following. Um, my roommate Joey, you'll appreciate this one. Um, I'm giving it to Ryan, the T-shirt guy. He is a <laughs> co-host on my favorite podcast. Other than yours, Ryan, um, the T-shirt guy. Yeah, you could find him. We're all all pod- You could find him, uh, Miles, Tyler, and Jared. We're all podcasts can be found on You Bet Your Radio podcast. Um, I listen to him twice a day. I'm a subscribed Patreon. Um, and I'd say it's safe to say that I base most of my decisions in life um, and my life person or my the personality of who I am based off this podcast. Wow. I'll be listening to an episode tomorrow on my way home. But yeah, Ryan, the T-shirt guy. Um, Super intense, um, super locked in. One might call him a mental weapon. Um, so I do consider him to be number eight on my list, top ten Ryans. That's crazy. Wow. All right. Um, oh, I, I have to make a change to my list. All right, that's fine. Um, okay, so just currently typing real quick. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number eight is going to be <laughs> – uh, you know that you know that kid star that's name is Ryan that has all those like TV shows. Yes, him. Okay, <laughs> good. Okay, why? I mean, <laughs> he's just everywhere. I don't get how he's like seven years old and he he had, he's worth like fifty million dollars or something crazy. It's like that. I have a lot of respect for that, but like at the same time, like really, right? Like what? What is different from him that is different from me? Right. Like he he, a- he had a YouTube channel where he like plays with toys and there happens to be a camera that's just like watching him right and that racks up millions of subscribers and now he's got a show on nickelodeon Mm -hmm. Uh, you tell me i couldn't do the same thing yeah you know just one of those no it's like he put himself out there i guess um, just all it takes just like you know probably a million other people probably have toy review it's unbelievable channels his just got picked up yeah his net worth is estimated to be roughly a hundred million dollars as of december so his parents don't work yeah yeah. No. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't have a Jeanette McCurdy situation on our hands. Um, yeah. But man, you know what though? I guess the good thing though is, I mean, since clearly I have a lot of opinions about this, but um, he's he's a kid, mm-hmm. and he is famous now. That is a taking time bomb because oh. as he gets older, you read my then, mind, Ryan. Like, pe- why are people gonna watch a thirteen-year-old playing with like you know toys? Right, so I was actually thinking of taking time on a different situation. I was th- I was gonna say, you know, kids star here. Um, let's see where they end up in ten years. I mean, right. think about all of the kid stars that have just gone off the deep end. Oh yeah, you know, um, you know, Christmas season. Macaulay Culkin. Right, right. Yeah. You got him, but not uh, Kieran Culkin. No, no. he's doing good. Uh, yeah. The girl who played Sydney Lou Who from The Grinch. Yes, she's crazy. She's a, she's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, Amanda Bynes, right? Nineties kids. I'm two thousand. Both of the, both of the the Olsen twins. Yep. But not Elizabeth Olsen. No. No, she's doing good. Right. So yeah. I mean, you see these kid stars. I mean, Demi Lovato. I mean, you see these kid stars. They oh, do boy. crazy things when they're you know 
12 yeah. sub 12 but yeah it's amazing you know? what money does right so you know i'd be uh, i'd be interested to follow up on this ryan with the toy guy and, yeah uh, i would say and see what he's doing when he's uh 18 right um hopefully all is well yeah yeah i know i, I mean yeah like no this is not like me disparaging on someone who's half my age because right. they have roughly more money than i'll ever make in a lifetime Correct. but i mean he's successful great you know it's mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's it's someone who clearly likes what they're doing and he has a lot of money maybe a little bit less respect for the parents but you know what if he's happy then great i right. mean it's hopefully he just uses the money safely and does something smart with it i, I couldn't agree more yeah. invest it get a roth ira off right uh, going yeah don't don't dump it into like bitcoin or something right just yeah. don't do, do get some get some stake some safe stocks yeah like make sure you can like go to college first before yeah. you like yeah all right well you know, clearly he's worth something in that Good sense, and Good he's for him. yeah. He's a young so, entrepreneur. yeah, exactly. So he's number eight. Right, I think that's a great eight. Pick. Yeah. All right, number seven. Number seven, I'm gonna hit you with Ryan Hurst. He's the actor Ooh. who played Gary Bertier in Remember the Titans. Um, I'm picking him simply because of his role as Gary B. G. B. Um, you know, probably you know the movie, excellent movie. Um, represents, you know people come together um turning point in that movie for remember the titans fans uh strong side the left side strong side um when they finally become together as one unit and one team uh, i believe that moment is between gary bertier and i want to say his name was julius campbell definitely julius um you know i'll watch that movie tonight a tear will be shed. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, Gary gets paralyzed in a horrific car accident. Um, so he's he's an honorable mention at my number seven spot. Man, um, had to, had to pick him. Strong right, side, strong side, left side. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan of these like rankings where it's like movie characters like, yeah. that are like Ryan's. Like right. they're they're. I, this is a show, of course, where we where we interview exclusively Ryan's. But it is just funny, like to think, like imagine you can like interview these people who are named Ryan's exactly you know, like, in fictional media. Um, my number seven, I'm going to say Meg Ryan. Good call. Good pick. Good yes. pick. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, with Harry met Sally. Yeah. That's in other examples, but with Harry met Sally, right. I mean, classic movie, Billy Crystal, who would later become Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc. For those who don't know. Really? So he had an entire other avenue of his career waiting for him. But until then he was Harry in Harry met Sally. And, uh, in a word that I cannot use on public radio, uh, she had, uh, an episode in the middle of, of a famous New York deli. And uh, and then an elderly lady in the corner said, I'll have what she's having, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm, so, course. yep. No, I, think that, I think that's an awesome pick. Oh, I think so. Yeah, and she's a great act- actress, so, you know, number seven. Right. Yeah. Number six for me, I don't think you're going to like this one as a Pats fan, um, but I got to go with Ryan Tannehill. Ooh. Uh, okay. You know, simply put it, go Finns, um, swim on. Um, when I was younger, I decided to pick the worst team in football. That way, when they be- when they got good, I'd be a real fan. Mm. Um, Long term investment. Uh, you you could you could consider it the Roth IRA of picking your favorite football team. Um, but here we are now. I haven't really watched too much, but the boys are buzzing. According to they're, my they're roommate. doing pretty good. According to what my roommates tell me. Um, but Tannehill, old QB. Um, yeah, had to be number six because go Fins. Right. He's doing all right on the Titans, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think Malik Willis is getting a little bit close to his job, but not anytime soon. Right. And, you know, at this point, you know, Ryan Tannehill, he, whatever happens to him happens to him. Right. Um, he's I no mean, he longer... got comeback player of the year a couple of years ago, right? Exactly, yeah. So that's got to be worth something. Right. Um, 
Staying in the same vein as football, actually, my number six is Matt Ryan. I saw that coming. Yeah. I saw that coming. So, um, I, I would have him at a lower spot if they did win in Super Bowl 51, but as history uh, tells the story, that is not the case. Right, of course. So, um, actually, Matt Ryan, you are getting a higher place for gifting us a Super Bowl. Right. So thank you for that. Um, the entire fan base of New England thanks you for your hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And um, thank you for giving Tom Brady his fifth of seven rings. <laughs> so, um, but credit to where credit is due, he's also a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he did actually have a very good Falcons team. Um, not good enough, but very good. Right. And um, unfortunately, his, his career is probably um, on the latter half. Um, so he's probably going to retire, I would say. If not this year, then maybe next year. Yeah, but um, I think it's in his best future. You know, just don't don't do a Tom Brady. Just call yeah, him. no, never do a Tom Brady. Hang yeah. up the cleats. Call up Eli. Call up Drew Payton. Yeah, you know, go play some golf. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Right, but get at, get off the turf. Yeah, I know it's just um, but good football player in his prime, especially. Yeah, and, and he's from BC, so right. a couple yeah. extra points. Right. Um. So, so number six. Uh, number five, though, uh, coming from you. Right, five. So I'm going to hit you with Lochte on five. Okay. Ryan Lochte, um, you know, USA swimmer, tons of medals. Um, we could we, we addressed the incident in Brazil. <laughs> yes. Um, it happened. He's he's good now. He's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely no Michael Phelps. He's no MP, but he still did what he needed to do for the nation in the Olympics, so I had to put him at the fifth spot. I think he's – when I was picking my list, I did my one, my ten, and then I was like, who's the most middle guy on this list? And, th- you know, that was Ryan Lochte. Right. Oof. Uh, adjust- adjusting my list as needed right now. Um, my number five is going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Um, sticking with football. Uh, I'm thinking of more Ryans, like, as this show goes on. But right. – um, I think he's more than deserving of being above Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Not, I know if tail of the tape, if you look at the two, like pound for pound, Matt Ryan has a better career than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you can't deny Fitz magic. Right. I mean, just he'll, he'll show up on a random team and you'll see him walk on the field. And the first thing that comes into your mind is I don't even know he played for them. Right. Cause it's just like, where did he come from? And yeah. then he'll like have a 300 yard passing game with like four touchdowns. And there was one game during like the COVID season where he threw, like, a 45-yard pass, perfectly landing in a receiver's arms on the sideline, and a Raiders defensive end had, like, his face mask pulled 180 degrees away from his target. Mm-hmm. And he still made that pass. He's just one of those ghosts. He's he just, just showed, unbelievable. He he time travels. Yeah. He's there. He does what he needs to do, and then he's not there. Exactly. Um, I don't even know where he is right now. He might be retired for all I know. Right. But he had some amazing games that I've seen, at least. And then yeah. he also terrorized the AFC East temporarily during that one year on the Jets. Right. That was like scary. But yeah, stuff. when I think of when I think of, you know, Fitz Magic, you know, that's I'm thinking of him him in the green and white. Yeah. You know, as a New Englander. Right. Um being close to the Giants, the right. Jets. And he went to that. Harvard. Like I, a lot of people it don't know that, but brains. like yeah, I mean that's gotta be worth something. I would do say. we do we know his major, what he what he graduated with? Let's find out. Um my but producers are looking that up at this moment. Um you got, you, studied... got, you got guys behind the glass? Oh, yeah. I know. It's, um, That's excellent. Uh, I see my person in wardrobe over there. Uh, she gave me the wrong sweatshirt. It's fine. <laughs> um, he was an economics student at Harvard University. Um, he was – oh, wow. He's an Ivy League player of the year. 
and won the Ivy League championship while leading Harvard to a 10-0 record in 2004. Wow. Hmm. So, there you go. Number Look five. I, I'd say that's worth it. Oh, yeah. I agree. All right. So, number four. Four. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Whitney, um, NHL star. Yes. Um, probably more in the last half decade, last five years, probably uh, best known for his position co-hosting Spit and Chicklets. Right. Barstool podcast. Yep. Um, all things hockey. Yep. Um, has made some good products in his name. Um, a certain pink-hued beverage. Yeah, it comes in a glass bottle. It is pink. Um, it's delicious. It is something that many people enjoy. Something he's definitely well known for. Um, great hockey career. He was with the Oilers for a while. Um, I think he he's a great golfer. Um, you know, the sandbagger videos are excellent. Uh, his podcast is hilarious. It's been a while since I I tuned into Chicklets, but I used to listen to them pretty religiously. Um, but yeah, I think he's just a stand-up guy, huge hockey guy. I am, so I had to put him at number four. Um, yeah, that's that's my fourth pick. What about you? My number four is Private Ryan. <laughs> well, excellent pick. That's a- okay, excellent pick. Excellent yes, pick. from the titular movie Saving Private Ryan. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's a great movie. I am I am certainly a something of a history buff. So it's uh it's sort of I think in that same storytelling capability as like band of brothers yeah or any other world war ii slash d-day uh media mm-hmm. you could come across but it's it's a great movie uh it's got some amazing uh ensemble casting right of like completely famous actors uh what is it like i think tom hanks Matt yeah, damon t-, t hanks damon's um, in there other examples but just those two alone right. um just a great movie yeah, i mean agree more. and like the the opening scene is like them landing on d-day right yeah cool. and so you know like, um, they don't waste any time. Yeah, and I, I could, I, I, I could butcher this date on you know live air, um, but I'm gonna go for it anyway. June sixth, I think that's D-Day, it. D Day, yeah. um, 1944 or seven. I'm gonna say 1944, but I'm gonna look that I up. I want to say now. 44. Pearl Harbor is 41. Timeline checks out. All right, let's see what we got here. Um, yeah, June six forty four. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I didn't have a sound effect queued up in time, but that is a ding. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, June six, nineteen forty four. Um, you know, it was the day that men with you know you want to talk about grit. These men are grit. Yeah. Um, you know, got off those U boats did things unimaginable um and you just got to give them all the respect in the world absolutely um i still watch videos of like the paratroopers like jumping out yeah of and i just cannot believe that they did that yeah like um just just for the service of their country yeah you I know mean, it's, it's a completely different time back then and it's just it's unbelievable to to watch from a historical perspective yeah yeah it's Again, it's it's crazy. I'll never not watch a W a WW2 document if it's on TV. Oh yeah. Sometimes I'll just look them up. Um, Have you been to the the World War II Foundation in uh in Peacehill? Not yet. It's um it's on Main Street. Okay. It's next to it's in the same building where El Fuego was. If you know where that is. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. It's yeah, like I'll um check it out. it's this whole like museum. It's got all these like authentic World War II artifacts, mm-hmm. and it's this guy. His name is Tim Gray, and he's a uh, he's a documentarian. And he's like he's gotten all these awards for his documentaries. They've been on like PBS, 
He's, I think he's worked with like Ken Burns a few times, and he went to the White House once. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's pretty well known, and he's got this like home base established here, and he's got uh, his like a huge collection of World War II things. Yeah, it's, I've been a few times, and it's it's crazy. Yeah, stuff. Uh, no, I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, you know, I I do love you know learning more about World War Two. Um, but yeah, D Day is a an incredible day, a sad day. Yeah, um, very important day in you know this country's history, and right, I think uh, there's many document 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 documentaries no documentaries documentary thank you yeah um that depict it but from a cinematic perspective i think it's private, one of the best you know private yeah. ryan is probably a great who, one. who directed that was that spielberg oh, i don't know i'm gonna look that up i don't know if i don't want to say like that was spielberg because it may have been but let me just see oh it was okay cool um sometimes i get things right yeah no hey no it's always good to see yeah all right so hopefully uplifting this conversation more let's go to you for number three well i got some news for you my number three is also private ryan oh man um <laughs> enough said there ww2 vet um yeah. fortunately lost both all three brothers in combat um was eventually found and uh still didn't want to go back and wanted to do things for his country so um in the spirit of not talking about the same thing twice yeah um I think that's why uh, Private Ryan is my number three. Right. Um, for mine, I'm actually going to veer away from the uh, trend of going with people, and I'm going to go with a location. I'm going to say the Ryan Center mm-hmm. uh, as my number three. So um, <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty solid. It's uh, it's our pride and joy, right. our crown jewel here at uh, the University of Rhode Island. Um, it's, uh, it's where we have all of our uh, basketball games mm-hmm. and our various events of sorts. Right. That's why I walked across the stage for graduation for high school. Right. And oh, did you really? I did. Ah. Yeah. You were pretty, SK, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's all the, the district high schools okay. do that. So, like, Narragansett, I think. SK and NK, I know both do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. So, That's awesome. Um, it's also where you'll have – we'll meet for welcome days. Yes. Yep. In the spring. I you're do remember that. that. It'll be, like, your first real time working as yeah. a tour guide, um, interacting with visitors and stuff. Yeah. And, um, I mean, when it's, when it's packed and when it's jumping, it's, there isn't a better, uh, college basketball atmosphere. I don't think, uh, in this, in this state. And no. I'm directly looking at you amp. So, um, yeah, PC. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we have an off year, but give it a couple years and we're, we're coming for you. That's right. So, uh, my number three is the Ryan center. So let's hear your number two. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Gosling. Yep, um, Ryan Gosling. I mean, you know, we everyone knew who was going to be a top on a top two here. Um, what a guy! Great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, honorable mention again. Ryan Hurst, my number seven. Gary Bertier. Right. Uh, Gosling was also in Remember the Titans, um, but I'm gonna have to put him up there for Crazy Stupid Love. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, if I could say some choice words to david lynn right now i would um probably one of the most hated individuals in all of cinematic history uh definitely check it out but yeah gosling's my number two man um that's a good one i he's in la la land i think too yep la la land uh a couple of drive i think yeah. was him or there might have been another one he was um, in a, a movie recently too that was directed by the russo brothers okay. i forget what it's called like gray man i think okay I've yeah it's pretty good he was with chris evans i think um but anyway, so my number two, this might blow your mind a little bit. My number two is Ryan Archie Miller. Okay. Um, is that his first name? That is his first name. So his middle name is Archie. It is his nickname. Really? Yes. So huh. that is my number two. Um, I, I can't even 
put in words the amount of respect I have for this man. Um, obviously, he's a great basketball coach that I'm so happy that he is now coaching for us here at URI. Um, I know that, you know, very young team that we have here. Mm -hmm. We have um, just two pe just two juniors and seniors um, between those two classes, and right. we have 12 freshmen and sophomores, and that's not even counting how many transfer players we have here. Right. So it is a very hard task to take on this team in mm -hmm. its first year and to, you know, lead them to win basketball games. Right. So it's, it's definitely going to take a few years, but I have the utmost confidence in him. And um, I just like the way that he leads a basketball team. I think it's it's setting us up for a very successful future. I so, agree. Yeah. Um, um, that's why he's my number two. No, yeah, I agree. He uh, new coach, new team, um, rebuilding year. Yeah. They, you got to look at the mic, the small wins. Right. Um, yeah. And it, it really it does break my heart in a sense to see like a lot of Fairweather fans responding on like Instagram, mm -hmm. and especially after that heartbreaking loss against Brown. I I know it's it, right. it's hard, but I mean these. The, the, there isn't a practice, I'm sure, that these guys aren't putting in 110% effort. I'd like to think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a local. You grew up being a, uh, right. you know, a Rams basketball fan, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, were you happy to see the change? I was. Um, I mean, I first started coming to games during the Hurley era, who okay. is now at UConn. Yep. And Connecticut kid here, from, so go yes, Huskies. From what I'm hearing, is doing very well. Right. So, um, he, I did like the way that Darren Hurley coached the team, and I do see some similarities between the two coaches. Mm -hmm. Um, when Dan Hurley left, David Cox took over, and I'm not going to mention anything that happened during that time right. um, because nothing needs to be said. Right. Except happened. for the PC win home 2019, uh, my freshman year, wore the W. Bats had the game of his life. Oh, yeah. Man, that was like got, – got to love it. Yeah. He, he's actually my favorite player, I would say, yeah. um, that I've seen in my – I mean, it's. I think it's too early to judge on many of the players that are on the roster now, but yeah. in terms of – what he's accomplished during his career, I would say Bats, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge basketball guy. I don't really watch it too much. Um, favorite player from that team probably would be JD Jeff Downton. Yep. Um, yeah, I he's, think he was he's just up a, there too. He I was think just, he's like my two or three. He was just a – well, he was lights out. Um, yeah. I loved – he wasn't loud. He was very quiet. Yeah. He, um, he let his game do the talking. Yeah, and I think he just – had a lot of swag, so yeah. I was definitely a big fan. And of he's he's getting there, Allen. I think, for in terms of an NBA career. But he's like yeah. he's bouncing around on some teams. But I think he's on the Raptors now. Uh, I do believe that is what my roommate said last. Told yeah. Me. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully he finds a home there. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my number two pick. Um, definitely, I would say. Um, I bet I don't know where because I I didn't even know his name was Ryan until I did some yeah. research. No, like, yeah. I think someone told me that, and I had to look it up for myself. That is sure enough, name. but. Could he, go. could he be a potential Ryan on Much Ado? I don't know. I mean, I think that there have to be some talks about that. Um, I, obviously, it's no chance it's happening now because right. he's got he's, he's got work to do. Yeah, it's, it's grind season. So um, maybe after the season, uh, I could figure out some way to maybe have him on if he would like to. But yeah. I mean, he's more than welcome. Um, but you know, it's until then we got some games to win. Yeah, you know? he, and I mean, let's put some work. He in. definitely meets the qualifications to be. I, here, I so. would say, yeah, yeah. but. Um, I love what he's doing with the team. I, I think it's it's going to be a good couple of years, and um, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for the next few years down the road. Yeah, hopefully they uh, they start to play together well, and yeah. you don't get too many transfers. And by the time you know right. your junior senior year, you guys have a pretty lights out team. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. All right, drum roll please for number one. All right, number one, sticking with the actors, I'm giving it to Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I mean, come on, I mean this this guy, you know. We could talk about the movies. We could bring up Deadpool. 
we could say all the obvious stuff. Right. But we could talk about his wife. I mean, come on. <laughs> Blake Lively. She's just drop dead gorgeous. Right. You know, you just got to tip your hat to Ryan Reynolds. With of course. That one. But stand-up guy, you know, gave a great speech the other day. I can't couldn't tell you what the award show was, um, but talked about his kids, talked about his wife. Just a great – I think he's just a, an excellent representation of what it means to be named Ryan. Yeah. I, I think – and this this goes, of course, to um, the probably negative chance that Ryan Reynolds is listening to this show right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you are more than welcome to be on the show. Right. Um, and, I, and I think that um, if you come on the show, you can actually host the show if you want. I, I'll actually step down. Right. Like, I, I think... I, I'm saying that it's probably not likely. Right. Um, just that you even be on the show in the first place. Right. But um, I, I don't even know what I'd do with myself if I he think, was a guest on my show. I think if he was here, it'd only be right if you switched seats. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that he should take – he should be the guest host. And, right. I, and, I, and he would interview me. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um. So this actually goes without saying that I'm very proud to say that my number one is also Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yes. That's okay. So um, the Taco Bell bong has finally been sounded today. Excellent. So um, I, I like him for like his roles as well. Um, he is going to be Deadpool in two years in the MCU. So very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch like Marvel movies at all. I dabble in them. Right. Um, a yeah. Little bit, yeah. Um, so he. He obviously had his own Deadpool thing with, like, 20th Century Fox. And then Disney uh, decided they had a couple million dollars in reserve and decided right. to buy 20th Century Fox. And now Deadpool can be integrated into the MCU. So um, he's done some teasing with that in the past few months. I think he released, like, a thing saying that Hugh Jackman was going to join him in the movie and play Wolverine. Okay. Which is, yeah, that's a good pick. Which, for many nerds, left them, like, you know, in tears of joy. Yeah. But um, the great things and greatest show. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, and he's a great actor as well. I mean, yeah. I, I'm very excited to see what he does with the with the with the movie and the franchise. I guess. Mm-hmm. So um, no, I mean it's 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 looking good for Ryan Reynolds. I gotta yeah, say. I think that was a no. I think yeah. everyone and their mother knew that was a number one pick across oh, the yeah. boards. I, I yeah. I mean, he's the co CEO of Mint Mobile. Yeah. Man, I mean that's like a that's a marquee name right there. He's just he's. I mean, I'm gonna go out and say it, Ryan Reynolds. He is him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's I, – I just tried to – yeah. Um, I, I think that's a very fair statement. Yeah, I mean, he's him. I, yeah, he is he is him, in fact. Um, but he just has so many, like, side gigs, too, that I think are just so funny. Like, he owns, like, Mint Mobile, which I'm pretty sure is, like, a cell service, like, company. Yeah. Um, he just he's got his busy. own, like, gin, I think, or something. Um, and then, of course, he's an actor, and he's got all these great roles. Yeah. So – I don't even know if he plays any serious roles. No, not not really. Um, you know, if you look up his movies, there's a there's a few that's like commonly recognizable. Um, but you know, he's my he's he's my number one pick, and we're looking we look past the movies. Right. We're looking at who he is again. We're looking at what he is who what it is to be named Ryan. Of course. Um, and he is the perfect representation. And again, I'll say it again. That is him. Yeah. You know? And he does a lot of good stuff too. I think for like charities too. So it's yeah. Like he's definitely he's uh philanthropic mm-hmm. to use a big word right and um he, yeah he is the true definition of what it means to be a ryan i couldn't agree more yeah, yeah. absolutely to restate your words um well this has been a fantastic show um i, I want to thank yeah. ryan so much for being on the show tonight um some very interesting con-